topic today I want, I did have a specific topic today I did want to cover. I wrote a blog last week uh, based on some personal observation, personal experience with respect to board self-evaluations. So uh, over the years, I have done a lot of corporate governance work. Um, I believe in it. I, I'm, I'm probably known a bit for my perspective that governance is a, it's a pretty, it's it's a really, really good idea. I mean, you know, it's, it's something that we should be doing. I, 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 I may be a little more skeptical than a lot in terms of governance actually working. Um, I think, observe that boards really, really struggle with their governance role, that individual directors really, really struggle with uh, their individual governance roles. And as a result, you know, corporate governance is, you know, there's a lot of time and effort being put into it. I'm, I'm not really convinced that it's being doing, done very well in, in very many places. Uh, a key element of, of my perspective is that, in fact, it fails quite often, um, that there are governance failures all over the place. Um, they tend to get reported as organizational failures or management failures, but uh, anywhere where there's a failure, whether it be a not-for-profit or, or uh, a corporation, um, from my perspective, those are those are governance failures, and um, you know there there are high-profile ones. If you know anybody who doesn't think that the banks failing, you know, back in uh, whatever it was, 2008 or whatever, who don't think that those were governance failures, I mean that that would be a mistake. Those are absolutely governance failures, you know, and and uh, probably common issues there that most boards deal with. Um, do I really think that the directors of those boards understood the risks they were facing? Obviously not. Um, and uh, I would suggest that that was one of the key. That is one of the key issues that carries over to almost every board. From my perspective, board governance is simple. There are three roles of a of a board. The three roles of a director: to understand and mitigate the risk, to uh, validate and oversee the uh, the strategy of the organization, and to performance manage the CEO. Um, however, uh, you can do this as an experiment at your next board meeting or if you know someone who's on a board, ask them what they think their role is. Ask two people what they think their role is and see if you get any kind of consistency with respect to that kind of simple definition. I believe the answer you're going to, you know, what you're going to find is there is no consistency. So um, so that's the backdrop. Uh, I recently wrote a board. Lots of boards are recognizing the importance of assessing their governance capabilities. And, and one of the most common ways, and certainly for those getting into it, uh, an early way of, of assessing board governance is a board self-assessment. And uh, I, re I recently had an experience that really reminded me how dangerous board self-assessments could be. So I guess, so a couple of thoughts here. One, you know, hey, doing an assessment is a, is a good thing. I'm all, I'm all for that. Um, but I think what's required is a significant amount of caution with respect to the results and how the assessment is gathered. So here's the problem. Um, I'm just looking at this blog that I, that I wrote uh, last week called How Board Self-Assessments Kill Corporate Governance. And, um, you know, a couple of reasons here that, um, you know, here's the way the blog starts. How many boards are out there thinking they've nailed corporate governance because their own self, their own internal self-assessment says so? And, and I believe that's pretty common. My observation is pretty common. Boards tend to highly overrate their governance confidence, uh, competence. Why is that? You know, why are, why are self-assessments dangerous and, and how do you get there? I, I, I got three thoughts here. One is, you know, boards get there through lack of competency. You know, if boards are stocked with people 
who, in my observation, would be as, as hard as most people try and as educated as most people are. Uh, boards do struggle with, as I've already said, with their individual, with their, with their board roles. To ask people who don't really, who aren't really comfortable with what it is they're supposed to be doing, to ask them how they're doing, um, you know, it probably makes sense that they come to inappropriate conclusions uh, about how well they're doing. I, I liken it to asking uh, people, you know, um, asking drivers uh, how well they drive. And, uh, you know, I, I would observe that most people think they're better drivers uh, than, than they actually are, and I think that stands out with corporate governance. Second thought, fear of standing out. Um, in the experience I went through recently, uh, because I was a new director, I literally had only been to two board meetings, um, I was strongly afraid, um, and I'll explain what I mean by afraid, I was strongly afraid that my ratings would stand out because they were going to be so significantly different from what I thought the rest of the board was going to be. And that is exactly what happened. In fact, in fact, my ratings would have been even more, you know, uh, further away from, from, from the rest of the board than I had imagined. And when I say I was afraid to do that, I actually wanted to make sure that I had an opportunity, a way of being able to help the board understand that perhaps their self-assessment uh, wasn't that, you know, potentially had been overrated. So as opposed to potentially blowing my credibility by doing a rating that, that nobody, that was so far offside nobody believed in it, I actually chose to come at it a different way. But I want to go back to my key, key fear here. My fear here was that uh, I would stand out as a result of doing a self-assessment. Now when I say stand out, um, these, these were confidential assessments, but it was pretty clear that somebody, you know, some, somebody wacky potentially would be the feeling had uh, rated the board significantly offside from everybody else and that concerned me. So I chose to not do the rating and find other ways to bring my concerns forward to the board. Um, and, and finally, the third reason I see for boards overrating themselves in terms of competence is, is um, I guess, a couple things. I call it self-interest. I'm not sure that's the wrong, right word. But, you know, if you've put a lot of time into being a board member, you know, an example I use in, in my blog is you've um, you've actually been on the board for five years and now, now you find yourself as the board chair. A um, little difficult to now rate, you know, provide an accurate rating potentially of a, of a, on a board that's not doing a great job. Um, so hopefully there'll be some, some awareness of that. I've actually observed directors who almost see it as their duty to overrate what a board is doing because in fact they think that's being supportive of time and effort that others are putting in, that they and others are putting in to, uh, to do the board role. So it's, it's actually a sort of a it's, a, it's a, it's a false pat on the back for being there and committing to, to providing, to doing the governance role. And obviously, obviously that is dangerous. So I, I think there are reasons why boards get into overrating themselves. You know, what's the danger of overrating? The danger of overrating this happened, you know, with this, this, this board I observed a couple of weeks ago. So the danger in overrating is that when you rate your governance capability uh, as being fantastic, um, then there's almost no opportunity to define room for, for improvement, to come back with a performance improvement plan uh, for taking the governance competency to a higher level. And that's exactly what happened to the board I observed a couple of weeks ago. The report back to the board on the governance self-assessment um, was probably scheduled to take less than five minutes. It was basically everything is good. Um, no, there isn't a plan. 
you know, for moving everything forward because basically we're doing everything so well. And uh, that is actually where I chose to put up my hand and say, listen, I, I have a serious concern about this. And if nothing else, um, there should be, there clearly have to be opportunities. Nobody's perfect. And what are those, what are those areas where there, there should be some kind of plan around improving government's effectiveness? But that is the big danger in, in overrating is, is it doesn't leave room for anybody to, uh, to think that there's, that, that there's room uh, or an opportunity to improve government's effectiveness. I provide a couple of thoughts in the blog in terms of how to make self-assessments more effective. Uh, and one is a, uh, a thought, see if this makes sense, of, of, in a sense, doing a dry run during a board meeting of some of the key questions that would be asked on a self-assessment. And the purpose of doing the dry run is to provide points of views and perspectives that get people thinking when they when they see similar questions in the self-assessment um, they, they they have the opportunity to uh, have explored some of those areas prior to getting onto the self-assessment and seeing different perspectives and point of view so, so my suggestion is to take I don't know anywhere from five to seven questions on the board self-assessment and actually take a whack at them um, take a big chunk of a board meeting right there's nothing wrong with taking a big chunk of a board meeting to, to, to talk about governance effectiveness that's exactly what boards should be doing more of so take a big chunk of the board meeting and have somebody facilitate a discussion about the answers to about how the board would assess itself and help bring out different points of views and perspectives um, during that, whatever you want to call it, work session. After that, hand out the full assessment, right? And uh, what you'll, I believe, discover or see is that people are now a little more tuned into um, and being and thoughtful about what the, what the ratings might be for a board self-assessment. The other thing I'm, I'm really clear on here is that um, there's a real advantage in having someone work with the board um, who has a perspective of governance effectiveness, right? There's someone who's got, it could be a friend of the company, it could be a consultant, it could be, you know, just, you know, someone who's around who, who has a point of view and perspective and, and has proven that they understand governance effectiveness and, and, and have them work with the board. And, and by that, I literally mean, for example, uh, attend a, few, a couple of board meetings. Um, take a look at the agendas, listen to the conversations that's, that are going on, um, listen and, and work with the board chair in terms of facilitation of decision making and discussion and elements of, uh, of how the board does its job. And I, I think my observation, that would be very, very helpful. Again, boards who, who are struggling, but, but then operating in a vacuum in terms of what else is possible, don't have a hope of getting better. And there's a real advantage, I believe, in bringing in uh, someone from the outside to ob literally observe the workings of the board uh, in order to help them uh, understand what the opportunities might be and provide some point of view and perspective in terms of better governance. So uh, two very, very simple, I think, solutions to helping boards um, get better governance effectiveness. It, 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 maybe this ties to a, to, a, to, a, to a further thought. When I look at board agendas, Right? And I come back, you come back to my perspective, board role, uh, identify and mitigate risk, you know, uh, validate and oversee corporate strategy and performance manage the, C the CEO. Um, I, what goes along with that is, from my perspective, everything that a board does, including board meetings, discussions and board meetings, has to be related to those three areas. And if you're not spending time on those things, and most boards aren't, most boards not spend enough time worrying about those three elements. So taking time, 
to talk about governance effectiveness, let's say, let's say you take three quarters of a board meeting to talk about governance effectiveness. That maybe that's too much. Take half a board meeting, right? So as opposed to worrying about getting out in an hour and a half, right? Taking half of that time to talk about governance effectiveness, I believe more boards should be doing it. And I believe that in fact, directors become more engaged and interested when they're, when they're able to participate in a, in a discussion uh, on something like how to be more effective uh, as a board and as a director. Um, so anyways, there's, there's my thoughts. I think board self-assessments are, uh, they're, they're, they're important. They're certainly relevant. They have a role, but poorly done, they can be extremely dangerous. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think there are some relatively simple ways uh, for boards to become a little more effective at doing their, their own board self-assessments.